ಬಂದಿದೆ ಬಂದಿದೆ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಹಿರಿಯರೇ ಇತರ ರಾಜಾರಾಣಿ ಹತ್ತೋಣ ನಾವು ಅವರ ನೆನಪಿನ ದೋಣಿ ಕೇಳುತ್ತಾ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಖುಷಿ ಪಡೋಣ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿ ಇದು ಹಿರಿಯರ ಕತೆ ಹಿರಿಯರ ಜೊತೆ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಹಿರಿಯರ ವಾಣಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಕೇಳ್ತಾನೆ ಇರಿ ಖುಷಿಯಾಗಿರಿ ಹಲೋ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಆರ್ ಜೆ ಚಂದನ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಐ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಯು ಆಲ್ ಟು ಅನುಭವ್ ಅ ಜಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ನ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಿಟ್ಯೂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಡಿಫೆನ್ಸ್ ಮಿನಿಸ್ಟ್ರಿ ಆಫ್ ಸೋಷಿಯಲ್ ಜಸ್ಟೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಂಪವರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಗೌರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೀಡಿಯಾ ಫಾರ್ ಕಮ್ಯುನಿಟಿ ಫೌಂಡೇಶನ್ ಇಂಪ್ಲಿಮೆಂಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ನೈಟಿಂಗೇಲ್ಸ್ ಮೆಡಿಕಲ್ ಟ್ರಸ್ಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಕನ್ಸ್ಯೂಡ್ ಬೈ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಆರ್ ಶ್ರೀಧರ್ ಪ್ರಾಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ವೆಸ್ಟಿಗೇಟರ್ ಅಲೋಕ್ ವರ್ಮಾ ಕೋಆರ್ಡಿನೇಟರ್ಸ್ ಪೂಜಾ ಮುರಡಾ ಸಾಯಿ ಸುಧಾ ಕೌಶಲ್ಯ ಗೌರ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಇನಿಷಿಯೇಟೆಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ ಲೈನ್ ಟೋಲ್ ಫ್ರೀ ನಂಬರ್ ಒನ್ ಫೋರ್ ಫೈವ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಎನಿ ಒನ್ ಆನ್ ಬಿಹಾಫ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಏಟ್ ಎ ಎಮ್ ಟು ಏಟ್ ಪಿ ಎಮ್ ಫಾರ್ ಎನಿ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ಸ್ ಕ್ವೈರೀಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಟು ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಲಿ much uh, to the nightingale medical trust and to usha uh, ma'am for inviting me uh, i feel honored uh, it is just my father's fame rubbing off on me so okay i'm very grateful to him too so thank you so much for showing so much interest and for having me here to talk to you so um since uh, since my father was known by the monica kadal mannan the king of romance so i guess a um, lot of memories associated with him both for his fans and friends and colleagues are all about his romantic adventures on screen and off screen so that's understandable and of course he was extremely good looking that we know and uh, he was part of the three top uh, actors uh, of his time uh, shivaji ganeshan mg ramachandran and uh, jamini ganeshan these were they were known as the triumvirate of tamil cinema those days just like in hindi cinema you had dilip kumar devanand and raj kapoor so <clears throat> i think um, all three uh, were of course uh, very different in their approaches to acting and their lives were also of course very different uh the only thing is that my father uh, never ever ventured into the political world whereas shivaji ganeshan and mg ramachandran were also into politics so that's the only difference apart from that they were good colleagues they had good relations so um how would you like me to uh, open the subject i mean uh, you all know who he is i don't know if most of you are kannada speaking or tamil speaking but uh, everybody a mixture of both everybody is <laughs> okay yeah. but what you can begin ma'am you can start, tell a little about yourself uh uh-huh. then begin with your association as a daughter okay so my like my my father uh, married my mother it was say my mother was from trichinopoly uh, my father mm, lost his his father when he was only 8 years old so he was brought up by his mother who actually had him when she was past 30 years old so he was a very prized only child and uh, of course very spoiled and <laughs> very coddled in pudukottai and uh, his his grand 
his chinatata what you call his grand uncle his grandfather's brother who was the principal of maharaja's college in pudukottai adopted him because um, he felt that the child needed guidance and should be given a proper education etc so he took him under his wing and uh, he was a great pioneer in uh, education and especially women's education so he uh, put him in the college in pudukottai and then after a while my father went to um, uh, ramakrishna mission school in chennai and then on to madras christian college anyway that's about his uh, background but uh, when he married my mother he was still a student in madras christian college he was studying bsc chemistry i think he was in the second year he was 18 years old and my mother oh, was almost 15 i think 14 and a half and 14 and a half or 15 or maybe 15 and a half and he was 18 or 19 so he was still in college and when he came uh, for the holidays uh, the arranged marriage happened and um, he my mother's name was alamelu t r alamelu t r stood for tiruchi rajagopalan nayar and his, her father uh, ran the railway canteen in so my mom also lost her mother when she was a child and then soon after she got married her father also died because he was a severe diabetic and he had so when when my father and mother started their married life in the course of their married life they had four daughters so i am the third Uh, you asked me to start off about myself, but I gave such a long preamble. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay, ma'am. Yeah. I'm the, the third daughter. So the the other three girls, the other three sisters, are all medical doctors. So I am the only one who rebelled against medicine, and I said I don't want to do medicine because I am um, I'm very faint-hearted. Like when I see people suffering in pain, I start crying. So I'm very sensitive. So I said I can't do it. I can't poke a needle into anybody's body i'm very sensitive so uh, my two older sisters and my younger sister they all chose uh, medicine because they were interested in it nobody forced them okay. uh, they wanted to do it so my but my second older sister kamla she tried to force me into medicine and i told her look i just can't do it and i was so scared that she'll force me that i went and took arts in pre university so that after that there was no turning back and i went on to do economics and masters in economics etc and i became a journalist so i always say i suppose they think i am the black sheep of the family because i didn't become a doctor but uh, i enjoy my profession i love writing i love engaging with people and i'm very happy about the choice of my profession and my father is sure. very sorry hmm? i think each one of us have our own journeys Yes. So it's right really nice to be blessed with our own journeys. Yeah. So yes, I grew up in Chennai. I went to college in uh, I went to school in Church Park Convent, Presentation Convent a little bit in Kodaikanal. Then I went to college in Selamaris. I did my BA, MA I did in Etraj. And then I lived uh, in Chennai, got married, then lived in Chennai in Patiala, Punjab, then I came to Delhi. and i joined the times of india in delhi only when my i have two daughters only when they started going to full time school then i joined the times of india and i was with the times of india for some 34 years and in the course of my uh, journey with the times of india i've 
been a uh, opinion writer i've never been a reporter i've been on the edit page uh, writing editorials on environment science travel tourism wellness and then when the pub publishers two minutes quickly and then i will just think it over the combination of what sorry uh, sorry hmm. i'll mute everyone ma'am uh, you yes, can please. unmute and then okay. speak then you won't be yeah, disturbed i just mute good. everyone Right. Ma'am, you can unmute and go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I've unmuted. Yes, yes, ma'am, we can hear so, you. Yeah. So, as I was saying, um, I used to write on environment, science, wellness, philosophy. and uh, travel tourism etc i used to write editorials uh, opinion pieces do interviews and then when our publisher mr samir jain started this column speaking tree mm -hmm. and there was someone else taking care of it in bombay ranjit hoskote and uh, for a year he looked after it and then he left so then the column somehow found its way to me and ever since i've been doing it and then we also briefly had a sunday broadsheet newspaper called the speaking tree i think in kannada they bring out uh, bodhi vriksh there's a newspaper called bodhi vriksh but uh, that folded up during the pandemic mm -hmm. and then i also retired in 2021 so now another colleague of mine takes care of it so that has been my journalistic journey what else you want to know about me <laughs> what are you passionate about do you like acting did you want to i have never you? liked acting but i love watching uh, movies i am a big fan of all language films like uh, right now uh, like because of netflix and amazon prime you we have the privilege of watching everything at home so uh, briefly i got addicted to korean dramas last year because pandemic made us sit at home all the time and i really enjoyed those but i see all language films and uh, i like romance i like thrillers i like historical movies biographies like uh, so that is the extent to which um, i am passionate about acting in the sense that uh, i don't like to act myself but i like to watch yeah. others acting all right and uh, as far as sports is concerned my father was a very avid sports person active in cricket billiards tennis badminton golf so he was active in all these sports he's won prizes in all these sports i'm afraid i'm very lazy physically <laughs> so <laughs> i've never been interested in being a sports person and neither have any of my sisters though my two older sisters used to play a lot of uh, table tennis and badminton when they were young but i don't think they took it up seriously it was just a hobby and uh, of course i've been to all those cricket matches uh, when it used to be a five day affair and we used to go there and sit and watch all those famous cricket players play that was the extent of my interest that's it but uh, otherwise uh, yeah one thing passionately i've taken up after my father is the love of food and cooking he okay. was a fantastic cook like he could he could just rustle up something very quickly and it would be it would taste divine and i learned a lot of lot about cooking from him and uh, i also love cooking and eating of course so that is my weakness and apart from that he was a voracious reader he used to read a lot 
even as a student he used to go to the second hand uh, book market in more market in chennai near the central station which i think is no longer no longer yes. exists now they've demolished yes. it it was a heritage building yes so he used to go there every weekend and pick up uh, books very cheap and he had a whole big collection of all kinds of books and you won't believe it one day i was going through all his books and of course i would read all his books he had books on um, adventure thriller um travel um, philosophy biographies and he had even astrology palmistry everything under the sun not a single book on romance you won't believe it <laughs> i it suddenly struck me you know i said how come maybe he lived romance in his life and therefore he didn't find the need to read about it <laughs> but that was very curious like i found it very interesting that he had such a wide interest in reading and nothing in romance and there was no he used to subscribe to life magazine national geographic readers digest and my mom was also a voracious reader she used to read mostly tamil language she she could read english but she preferred to read uh, magazines like kalki ananda vigadan <clears throat> manjari and all these uh, magazines so we, we we children used to read both tamil and english whatever my parents read we would also read and uh, of course the time came when we reached the stage when we used to read mills and boons and dennis robins all those romantic novels and mm-hmm. they were un- kept under lock and key my mother would ask my oldest sister who was 10 years older than me she would say uh, check the book what is naraini reading is it fit for her only then you should give it to her <laughs> so she would first screen what i was reading and so it was pretty uh, pretty strict household orthodox people yeah so and of course i love writing so if anybody would like to ask a question you can unmute and ask ma'am if you have something to ask her you can go ahead and ask naraini huh? jaya jaya here okay hi jaya hi enak unga appa od athara cinema paathirken oh my goodness hello <laughs> somehow i will request him and i will go to the uh, uh, movies uh, during 50, 56 some movies are bavadikai marandadu menu avaroda paattukalla kalyana parisu ha even now i can sing so nice but uh, i enjoyed his acting very innocent face romantic face yeah yeah <laughs> he was his acting used to be a little understated not very he, dramatic like the others yeah just like i guess he was not acting he was really in That's the uh, that, is, that is why he fell in in love so many times na because he used to get so involved with his heroines <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is he was so charming and so uh, what do you call child like that uh, you want to get angry with him but you can't you know because uh, he will be making a dosa and then you'll say appa why did you do this he'll just fling that dosa on your plate and say see if it's okay what do you say then i mean like then you start eating the dosa <laughs> and you you can't get angry with him like he was so sweet like he was so affectionate so caring uh he would advise us on all our uh, reading habits on uh, what we should study he took a lot of interest in uh, what we did he took a lot of interest 
um when he had more time for my two older sisters he used to even take them shopping to buy sarees etc which he didn't do for me he was very busy then but uh, he, every birthday every birthday what was our gift he would take us to higgin bottoms the famous bookstore in chennai and then he would say this is the limit this is the financial limit go and choose whatever books you want so then we would run wild like i would be so excited then um i would go and choose books and then he would tell me this book is okay that book is not okay then uh, i remember i once saw a junior science encyclopedia some eight volumes and i it was so attractive then i thought maybe it's too expensive so i asked him do you think i can choose this he said of course so he immediately bought that set of encyclopedias for me like that those were thrilling moments and then after the book purchase he would take the birthday girl straight to macronet bakery then you oh. would choose whatever pastries you want then you choose the pastries and then you come home no birthday party and all that this was the birthday gift like of so course yeah. yeah my grandmother will say and the cake la mutta irko adu saapidanga because they were all vegetarians so my father will say adala onnu illa kuzhandha saapattom nee pesama iru he'll say so <laughs> it was very affectionate yeah <laughs> i really treasure those uh, memories yeah certainly later you know when we grown up like i was uh, maybe in 30. my 20s 20s or so every morning he used to go for a walk on the beach um i don't think it was that much for exercise rather than to meet all his old friends who would also be walking there then he'll keep uh, stopping and chatting with them old stories then he'll start visiting people who live near the beach i used to tell him mappa this is so gross how can you go early in the morning to somebody's house and then ask for coffee this is very rude and he used to say no 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 they love it they don't mind don't be silly and all that uh, that was good fun i remember those days yes the uh, the other thing he loved to do was to uh, go and shop for vegetables himself like oh. he used to yeah he used to love uh, shopping for vegetables with all those vendors on the road na then he'll bargain with them for four annas for eight annas i used to tell them why are you bargaining with them you're so rich can't you pay them no 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 the fun is only in bargaining and you know um, when he died and his body was kept on display at home and A lot of people, of course, came to pay their last respects. All those vegetable vendors came. The women, they came, and they cried, and they said, "You've gone now. Who will bargain with us?" You know, they were so uh, affectionate, like they were crying away and saying, "No, who will come and bother us?" and things like that. And later, I came to know that after he haggled and gave them the money and all, my older sister used to go and pay them the difference. when he we used to go to kodaikanal the hill station every summer he had a place there 
and uh, re- about four five years ago i went there and i was looking for a tailor so there somebody said you know this david taylor he lives here there so i tracked him down and he welcomed me so warmly and he said you know my your father and i were great friends i said really he said yes he used to sit and chat with all of us and he used to remember our children's names we used to have tea together on the in the roadside shop and um, he was uh, reliving all those memories and i thought how nice and because of that he was nice to me you know so oh. i was very grateful <laughs> Yeah, he was very friendly. Very friendly. No, that we could make out from the face itself. We could make out that he he was very yeah. friendly. You, yeah. I was not Chennai at that time. Otherwise, uh, I would see him at least. Yeah, yeah, very friendly. Any fan wants to meet him and all, he'll never say no. No airs and all that. Yeah. You be seen. You want to be seen. No, don't take any selfie or so with him. Ah, those days there were no cell phones. Also, pehle <laughs> in yeah. the beginning, yeah. So, but he he loved to take pictures and uh, ah, he loved to take pictures. Daughter is speaking. Ah, I want a, a very. What are his religious religious pursuits? What are his ah uh, ah uh, what are his uh, prejudices or pursuits? Uh, what are his Yeah. Uh, so yes I, i got the question yeah i'll answer so um, he was brought up in an orthodox tamil brahmin household where in any case all those rituals take place the pujas take place the daily prayers take place and he went to school uh, for some time in the ramakrishna mission school in chennai mailapur So he learned yoga over there he learned uh, upanishadic verses the gita everything so he was well versed in scriptural knowledge and he was also a very good uh, yoga practitioner in fact when he was in college in madras christian college uh, one of the uh, scottish uh, professors he uh, took photographs of all his uh, yoga posters and he sent it to a magazine in london where i believe it was published but i have not been able to trace it but i have i found the negatives of those photographs and i had them developed here and i included one or two of them in the book that i wrote so he he uh, he regularly practiced yoga and he um, he could you know um, uh, you know that every every year you had that um, changing thread changing of the thread ceremony so oh, the yeah. yeah the the kurukal the prop uh, pandit would come home and then the tarpanam whatever they did i don't know they used to take out that thread and do all that and that uh, and the prohit used to fumble for the you know the when he was reciting the shlokas and my father would be in a hurry so he'll gada gada he'll say the whole thing he used to say all the verses whatever that shloka whatever you had to say and he would finish it up and he'll say sari sari i am getting late for shooting i have to go so <laughs> he knew everything by heart because right from childhood he had been it had been ingrained in him so i would say his religious views were very subtle i mean like it was a very personal thing i have never seen him pray i've never seen him uh, say that i want to go to this temple or that temple but he underwent all the uh, regular rituals which uh, normal people do like uh, or the thread changing ceremony then he would take us to the temple when there was an occasion 
and uh, he actually I'll, i'll tell you one uh, instance like once you know he had come to delhi and uh, we had gone to rishikesh uh, because he said i want to go to rishikesh and haridwar so okay when we went to rishikesh we went to the dayananda saraswati ashram over there there's uh, dayananda saraswati the person who started in coimbatore so we went to the ashram there it was on the banks of the ganga it was very beautiful and we were walking around and then uh, we found that a lot of people were um, lining up and going into one freshly built auditorium so we asked what is happening they said uh, swami ji is here in town and he is going to address the audience so we also filed into that auditorium only the uh, rear seats were fewer empty we sat there my father mother and i so after some time swami ji came on the stage swami dayananda saraswati he greeted everybody and then he announced <laughs> we have a special guest uh, with us today and i would request him to come and say a few words to the audience uh, he is not a not a rekha so many daughters yes some seven or eight can you mute you hello this is a conversation no sir i'm going to mute all again ma'am you can yeah. unmute yeah, and then I- Yes, please go ahead and unmute. Yeah. So as I was saying, so Swami Dayanand Swasti came on stage and he said, "We have a special guest with us today, and I would request the special guest to come up on stage and say a few words to the audience gathered here today." So everyone wondered who the special guest was, and then Swami Ji said, "I am referring to Mr. Jamni Ganeshan." and my mother and i were startled and we said oh my god suddenly what is he going to say then my father smiled very shyly then he got up he went to the stage and then he said uh, i am not at all prepared for this i just came as a visitor and swami ji i didn't even know he's going to be here and now he has asked me to speak so i can't refuse so let me see uh, let me talk about he said and then he said let me talk about nothing and my heart stopped i said oh my god what is he saying i hope he doesn't make a fool of himself what is he going to talk about nothing and then he said nothing as in everything and he talked about how uh, what we think is nothing is actually everything and he talked about i don't know what he he brought in physics metaphysics ashtavakra gita this that and the other oh my god it was such a beautiful talk and uh, it kind of covered everything in the cosmos and it covered a lot of what our scriptures say and everybody clapped like hell swami ji was so happy he hugged him and he said very good thank you so much i knew you had it in you and so like that i mean like what i'm trying to say is that he knew everything but it, he didn't wear it on his sleeve i mean like yeah he was born a hindu of course and uh, he was part of all the family rituals but he never made a fuss about it or anything he was okay like like my second sister kamla she married a christian she wanted to marry a christian so my father didn't object he said if you love him and you think you'll get on with him and you you're okay with him being a christian then go ahead but of course the other women in our family my grandmother my mother and all my grandmother was also okay convinced she was okay my mother was very upset and she, because it was the first time in the family that somebody had married out of caste out of religion so there was a big hoo ha and all that but anyway they lived happily ever after and he is now of course no more he was a victim of covid but then 
recently, a year ago. But uh, so that way he was very progressive. He was very open-minded. And, uh, but at the same time, he knew he was well grounded in his religion and his scriptures. He, he, he was quite an all-embracing kind of a spiritual person. I would say he was a spiritual person rather than a religious person. Yeah. Ma'am, uh, unmute and speak. Usha, ma'am. You can unmute and speak. We can't hear you. Uh, yes. Oh, how and when did he get introduced into films? Can you give us a brief inter introduction to that? Ah, yes. So he was teaching after he graduated in chemistry from uh, Madras Christian College. He got um, um, he became a demonstrator in the chemistry lab. Then he became a lecturer. So he was teaching there uh, for some time. Um, I think maybe a year or more. And then uh, I think he got a job offer um, as a inspector, food inspector or something. So then um, I don't know, he tried a little bit of this and that. He got bored. Then he wanted to join the Air Force. So of course his mother objected because he was the only child and he was already married and all that. But he went ahead he went for an interview uh, in, in the interview was in Agra. So he went all the way to Agra. He got selected also. And, uh, but he didn't join because the mother objected and she said, no, you can't go and fly and all that. So that was the end of that. Then he uh, found, a, uh, then uh, SS Vasan, who was the owner of Gemini Studios. I think his mother was a very uh, distant relative. They came to know that uh, he had an opening in Gemini Studio for casting assistant. So he went for the interview, my father, and then he joined as casting assistant. He must have been in his late 20s by then. By then, I was born. Yeah, three. I was a third daughter. I was born. And uh, when he joined as casting assistant, then he moved his family from Trichy to uh, Chennai. And... Uh, while he was casting assistant, interestingly, the people whom he cast and who became big names were Saukar Janaki, um, Sabatri, um, Balaji. Vajanti Mala. No, no, not Vajanti Mala. No, no. I'm saying whom he selected as a casting assistant. Um, a couple of others I don't remember now, but... Uh, so while he was doing this, there was a shooting going on uh, of a film called Chakradari. Chakradari was about that potter, uh, the potter who was a Krishna Bhakt. And he used to, while he was making the pottery, he used to keep um, singing songs about Krishna. And he had a little toddler son. And while he was uh, closing his eyes and singing, the son falls into the potter's wheel and... Um, the wife comes running out and then uh, he uh, then she pleads to Krishna and Krishna appears and saves the child. Uh, something like that. And the potter's wife was played by uh, Pushpavalli, the Rekha's mother. And uh, the potter, I forget his name, some famous actor. So anyway, so the, the person who was supposed to play Krishna didn't turn up. I think he fell ill or something happened. So they were all in a tizzy because the set was ready. They had a deadline and Vasan was walking up and down. And then he saw my father and he froze and he said, Hey, Ganesha, go and wear some makeup 
Well, wear Krishna's dress and come quickly to the sets. So he became Krishna and he played that role and then there was no looking back. So after that, he got uh, offers for Hero. I think he got offer for Miss Malini. Um, Miss Malini. Miss Yama. Miss Yama was later. First was Miss Malini and then um, Ma Manampole Mangalyam and all those. Then Miss Yama and all that. So then he... Um, and all that. So then he became a big hero. I mean, like he was um, and then he, of course, the family started living in Nungamakam in Dr. Trimurthinagari. Bought an first rented accommodation, then he bought an old house. And uh, then we all went to school in Presentation Convent and then he was a busy, 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 busy star. <laughs> That's how he started acting in films. Yes. Very strange. Are you Upper shooting, have you seen? Uh, see, I have seen, won't believe it, only one, one shooting I've seen. That too, because, see, we were, my my mother and all was very uh, orthodox. Like, she was very scared of the film industry. Uh, first of all, my father was also having all these relationships. And then uh, she was scared that, you know, um, we'll go astray or something like that. So mm -hmm. she always protected us from the film industry. We've never gone to film events or shootings or anything. But one day I had a fight with my mother and she started beating me. So then my, my father's secretary had to take me away from her. He said, come, 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 come. I'll take you to Gemini studio because that was close to our house. And he said, shooting is going on for Shanti Nilayam with Kanchana. Okay. I said, oh, but if Amma knows, she'll scold me. He said, no, no, don't tell her. Come, come, I'll tell her that I took you out somewhere. So he took me to <laughs> Gemini Studios and that Shanti Nilayam, uh, that one song was going on. My father and uh, Kanchana. Kanchana. Kanchana, yeah. She was a former air hostess. Yeah, very pretty girl. So the, I was watching that and then, of course, my mood became okay. And that was the first time I actually saw a film shooting of my father. So... After that, I haven't been again. So that was nice. And I was fascinated how they had to keep shooting the same thing again and again till they got it right. So then it became boring. <laughs> Can you tell us uh, how he came to be known as Gemini Ganeshan? Because he worked with uh, Gemini Studios. Okay. And he worked there for quite a while and uh, he was associated with the studios. And I think his initial movies were all with, made by Gemini Studios. Studios. So oh. then uh, she, Ganeshan, there was another Ganeshan, VC Ganeshan, the was Shivaji Ganeshan. So he, two Ganeshans were there. So to differentiate, in the okay. first uh, the first couple of movies that my father acted, the credits show uh, uh, give his name as R. Ganeshan. His father's name was Ramaswamy, so uh, R. Ganeshan. And uh, Shivaji was known as V.C. Ganeshan. But then he acted as Shivaji in a movie which was a big hit. So apparently, uh, Periyar uh, started calling Shivaji Ganeshan as you are Shivaji, you are Shivaji, Shivaji Ganeshan. So that name stuck for him. And for my okay. father, uh, they would say because Yanda Ganeshan or Gemini Ganeshan, you know, okay. associated so with That's how they came to be known as Gemini Ganeshan and Shivaji Ganesh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Lots of interesting stories about him. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah.
So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how is his relationships with other actors? Let's say Shivaji Ganeshan or in those days, you know? Oh, very cordial. Like, uh, see, the problem is the rivalry was between more between uh, Shivaji and MGR because they were political rivals, no? Okay. Um, uh, Shivaji was with the Congress and MGR was with the DMK and yeah. uh, so what happened is more than the actors themselves the fan clubs used to clash those days the fan clubs were a huge thing and um, my father's fan clubs were also huge but they were apolitical they were not politically affiliated. so Shivaji's uh, fans were all Congress and uh, MGR's fans were all DMK so they used to clash and therefore uh, it looked like as though they were rivals but in fact they were not i mean they were all they all had cordial relations there was no fight or anything but the fans used to fight in fact my uh, the other fans used to call my father if they saw him they'll say a sambar poranda sambar sambar because he was a sambram vegetarian okay. and then uh, also my father had the a reputation of being um, Kanjus because uh, he, see, the Shiva, MGR and Shivaji had to splurge to get their vote banks. No, they like MGR used to buy rickshaws for rickshawalas, and Shivaji used to, I don't know, spend on something. They were all uh, exhibited their spending. Whereas my father used to help a lot of people, but he never advertised it because he didn't need to. Like he wasn't part of any political thing or anything. So he mostly whoever he helped it was for education to pay their fees or the things like that. So uh, therefore he 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 used to be called Kanjus. So and also he uh, like we never went for any of his film parties or anything. We were always a hidden family. So. No one knew much about all of us and um, whatever he earned or whatever he did, he always saw to it that all his children got property, a good education. So his focus was always on the family. So that's the story. <laughs> Any other questions anyone has? You can okay. unmute and speak. Yeah, ma'am, ma'am, go here. Hi, Gopi. Okay. Uh, Ma'am, I just want to ask, like, uh, yes, uh, uh, Jamni Ganeshan sir was always called as uh, Kadal Mannan. Yeah. So, from uh, which movie he was being called as Kadal Mannan? I think in those days, all uh, college and young girls used to like him. So, in what fashion he was called as Kadal Mannan? Because is it because of a movie or because how? I think it was more because, uh, see, most of the roles he got were romantic roles and he was his... Uh, his trademark uh, kurta pyjama and his soulful singing and things like that. So I think uh, somewhere down the line, people started calling him Kadal Manan. It was not any particular movie or anything. And also you have to remember that not only did he romance his heroines on screen, he was romancing them off screen also. So, <laughs> so he, he first got involved with Pushpavalli. Yeah. Then he had uh, two daughters, Rekha yeah. and Radha. Then okay. that fizzled out. Then he got involved with Savitri. Uh, they, they were together for 15 years. He had a daughter and a son. Then that fizzled out. Then he came back. Then uh, then he got involved with Rajshri. Mm. That fizzled out. Then uh, there was one more person. I don't remember. Somebody. So the thing is that... Uh, 
later when he was in his 80s i plucked up the courage to ask him why pa you had all these flings i mean like why did you do that he said uh, it, it had nothing to do with sex he told me i was even surprised he used the word and he said it it was more to do with companionship because your mother never came out with me anywhere uh, she never used to come to parties and stuff and i had to go here and there and probably for the glamour quotient or what i don't know anyway of course he also got sentimentally involved with all of them grant him that and he did love all of them so he could love many people at the same time so <laughs> <laughs> that's also an art and one of my friends you know she used to say don't lament that your father had all these flings um, she said if i want to have a fling nobody will come huh? at least your father was so good looking and he was uh, had such a dazzling personality that so many people were willing to have an affair with him <laughs> so she would joke so uh, the thing is that he yeah he didn't have a mean bone in his body like he had maintained good relations with everybody like yeah. i remember on all those uh, morning walks we used to go on the beach uh, he used to then suddenly take me to pushpalli's house also oh. and they would chat this is when he was in his say 70s and they would be chatting about old times and then i would be pottering around and then she would say uh, i've made avakai pickle you want to take home i say yes then she'll make give me a jar of avakai pickle she used to make jadi ha jadi very tasty pickles she used to make and then uh, so like that he had cordial relations and uh, it was really amazing so i mean really no one had anything against him like no many ladies were behind him <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> i know there were many whom he did not get engaged with i mean like these were the only uh, main uh, pushpavalli and savitri were the main main his main relationships and uh, i think uh, savitri also he married her in a temple or something i don't know if those days it was legal i think uh, maybe the uh what is that law didn't come into force yet i have no idea they i i do know that they went and married in some temple in karnataka anyway all that is history now <laughs> but all the children have good relations with each other because the children are not at fault no if the parents gave birth to them they didn't uh, they didn't say you give birth to us so we all of us have good relations there's no problem nice. yeah. this to be appreciated yes yes <laughs> Yeah. There's one question pertaining to he was Kadal Mannan. Yeah. Uh, the amount of love he gave to all, did he yeah. get it back? See, the family definitely loved him back. I mean, to death. I really. I'm, my only regret is that in his later years, I didn't spend enough time with him and listen to his stories because he was full of anecdotes and such interesting anecdotes, especially his college days and his early life. but uh, those days you know we are all busy with our professions you can't get leave you can't go here you can't go there so i missed out on that but otherwise fa- all family and relatives everybody loved him and i think all his lady loves also loved him a lot okay so and his fans loved him his fans in fact you won't believe it one of his va- fans sham sundar he died just last year every year he would send me card he would call me up and he'll say i miss your father on his birthday he used to do puja at home i mean like who carries on my father died in 
and Shyam Sundar himself was old. I mean, like I'm just taking one name. There were a lot of others like him. They were featured in some newspaper also. How they keep up the fan tradition, even though the idol is gone. Yes. So yes. they were all devout uh, fans, and uh, they used to make poems about him. They used to make all his movie names together and create poems and things like that. Very sweet. Nice. Nice. And even like uh, the drivers who the chauffeurs who worked for him, mm-hmm. like when they had their children's uh, mm-hmm. wedding or anything, and he was already dead and gone, they would have huge cutouts at the entrance and uh, giving blessings, you know. Okay. That and he would they would say aya blessings lata and the kalyana narakde and all that. So we would okay. all go for the wedding and everything. His uh, old driver, new driver, everybody. He was very nice to his drivers. Like whenever, like he felt that they were getting tired, he would always say, "Let me drive for some time." You know, okay. so they all loved him. Everybody loved him. I don't think there was anybody who didn't love him. I can't think of anyone. Even even the relationships that fizzled out, it was due to so many other reasons, not because they didn't love him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Did he ever try to venture into Bollywood? And yeah, he acted in uh, three or four Hindi films, Is but it? he was so busy in the Tamil film industry that he simply didn't have time to uh, go there because he acted in uh, the Hindi version of Missy Amma. He acted with uh, Meena Kumari, Miss Mary. Then he acted in Raj Tilak, which was the Hindi version of uh, something with Vijayanti Mala. I think. Then he also acted in uh, another Hindi film. Kalyana Parso also was Nazrana in Hindi. He acted as the other role, the second yes. hero. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he's acted in many Malayalam, Kannada, Malayalam. Malayalam also he has acted. In fact, uh, whenever he used to go to. Um, uh, for shooting in Malayalam movies, he used to go to a studio in Trivandrum, Tiruvannadapuram. Then he would ask me, I am going to Kerala for shooting. What do you want from there? I would say Kerala sari. <laughs> I was in college that time. So okay. I used to wear only cotton sari. So I used to tell him, get me Kerala sari. Uh, so he would get me every time. He would be, uh, Kerala saris are all off-white no, with some colored border. So I used to wear only that to college and he sometimes used to drop me in college and he'll say, hey, again, you're wearing this. Are you going to become a nurse? He used to ask me. Or are you Sevadal? <laughs> because he used to love bright colors. Oh. I would like to I would like to record the great appreciation of your mentality. You know, usually a stepmother is, uh, is regarded as somebody, an intruder into the family. Your attitude is so broad-minded, so kind, so liberal, so thrilling to uh, see your reaction to all the family relationship. And uh, his true love, you took him very objectively, his love of his family, love of all his real romance and all that. Your attitude is remarkable, remarkable. Not well, that's a, that's a, oh, that has been Not, percolated from whatever he taught uh, us. You have like, yeah, inherited... His genes are showing in you. <laughs> I think uh, all of us have learned to be quite uh, uh, inclusive. Remarkable. Remarkable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You are very, very broad-minded. That's what is so yeah. admirable. I no, think... his mother tolerated many things. 
my mother you should say my mother you know when uh, when sabatri aunty died uh, of course she died because she was a severe diabetic and she was into alcohol and all that and she was in coma for a long time very sad very sad my father used to take us to see her in hospital and he used to tell us you talk to her she may be hearing although she's in coma all that we used to hold her hand and try and talk to her and all that we don't know whether she heard us or not but anyway very sad her son when she died her son was still in high school and uh, my father didn't know what to do because mother he was living with his mother and uh, mother was in hospital for a long time and he was just left with relatives and all that and he used to be playing cricket all the time in the hot sun so uh, my father asked my mother what should i do with satish satish Satish, Satish, yeah, she, she said, uh, bring him home. I mean, can you imagine? So Satish came to live with us. He lived. Uh, we had a room upstairs. He was given that room. All his things were kept there. He had his mother's photo on the wall, and uh, he came and lived with us for about I think two years till he finished school. and my mother every morning she used to give him bone meat remember <laughs> this she used to give all of us bone meat and then she used to mix bone meat and give him and we had a veranda on the first floor he used to sit on that veranda thinne and she used to come and give this big glass of bone meat and say drink this i used to say okay and he used to hate it so anyway so one day my mother was uh, she got on to that uh, you know that uh, what do you call it when you have uh, creepers going up the house and you get up on that window sill no she used to climb and pluck the flowers then she found her feet were getting very right. sticky sticky they were sticking <laughs> to that thing she was pouring and it what, out what she discovered was this boy used to at some moment she gave the bone meter he used to uh, you... uh, uh, throw it over the plants plants yeah over there on that cement na it had coagulated and it had become a sticky thing so she realized what had happened then she came and she confronted him and said have you been throwing my bone meter so he said yes why because i hate bone meter um, he said i don't mind drinking plain milk and i don't mind eating bone meter separately but when you mix it and give it's horrible oh. and you know from the next day my mother used to give him plain milk and in a cup and spoon she used to give him bone meter separately <laughs> I mean, uh, it was Satish who told us the story, and nice. with tears in his eyes, and he said, "I can never forget Babji Ma." We used to call her, they used to call her Babji Ma. He said, "I can never forget how kind and caring she was." And I thought to myself, "Would I have ever been able to do this?" I doubt because mm-hmm. to take in the child first of all, and then to treat him like your own and to give him bone vita, and then to pander to his tastes and things like that. Oh my God, that was really. something so i think uh, from both our parents we have learned a lot of things to be understanding to be forgiving to you know i don't know to just be nice i guess so i think Let that makes like even today uh, those children always uh, speak very fondly of my mother yeah that's yeah, i guess that's important that's yeah. important right you feel nice about it yeah so we have time to take one more question anybody has a question no we started the question 
அன்பார்ச்சுனேட்லி பட் only pushpalli's children are very good looking yeah, look like your father only yeah thoda <laughs> a little bit resemblance will be there but i think uh, pushpalli's two daughters have uh, really taken after their parents good looks yeah, has a very beautiful yeah. yeah she has taken after his nose and everything so that's good but, uh, but yeah he was extremely good looking and he also was quite vain about his looks he used to keep looking in the mirror <laughs> whenever <laughs> 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 பாலச்சந்திரோட எல்லா மூவிக்கும் அவர் தான் எடிட்டர் எங்க சித்தப்பா ஜெமினிஷன் <laughs> <laughs> but i uh, yeah before i was born 1949 or something he started acting or 50 i was born in 53 so um, i have seen uh, many of his movies but there are many movies that i haven't seen either so nariya movie hit aachu ama enak vande after he died no i feel very hesitant to watch any of his movies because I, then i feel like crying so whereas my two older sisters are just the opposite they keep watching his movies almost every day and then they'll cry and they'll say oh appa appa and all. i said please don't ask me to watch i just can't watch i can't even i can't watch <laughs> i feel very sad i feel sad that i didn't spend enough time with him that's the reason i feel guilty um he was such a sweet person and he had so much one could have listened to and i feel that uh, all of us you know get so caught up in our corporate lives or your working life and your children your husband this that and the other then you forget your aging parents and you don't spend time with them so i just feel that um, i should have spent more time with him and listen to his stories actually 
when before he died the last couple of years before he died i used to go to chennai and i used to tell him appa tell me this tell me that he'll say che chumma ire chumma ana tondra panada i just want to be left alone he would say because he had reached the stage where he just didn't want to talk much and he was he was at peace actually he didn't want to cling to life and all i remember when he was in hospital and people were trying to revive him with this needle and that needle he said don't make me a pin cushion just take me home <laughs> used to say learn to let go let me go home you know so very reluctantly he was taken home uh, in deference to his wishes and then after a week or so he died so that way he was not a clingy person he was quite detached but at the same time very loving and nice person yeah i'm so happy that comes- he was my father yeah கிருஷ்ணதாசி Yes. it was called krishnadasi a very good serial he was the old uh, patriarch of the family sitting on that unjal and directing everybody and it was very nice kurishmani made that yeah okay and then he acted in avishanmugi also acted before that he acted in unnal mudiyam thambi with uh, kamal hasan again mm-hmm. that was much before and then okay. later of course one of his last i think last movie was probably avishanmugi and one after that also mail not to something i can't remember the name not kamlasan it was somebody else not a very significant film but okay yeah avishanmugi was good he brought back the romantic aspect no where he falls in love with his own son in law because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute yeah his work was very nice oh he could uh, he could sing very well he knew carnatic music because his mother was very fond of carnatic music though she didn't have any formal training but uh, she used to sing a lot all of us were made to learn singing my two sisters learned veena i learned uh, singing my younger sister also learned singing all of us learned piano all this he was very particular that we should learn some form of uh, you know music he was very fond of music he used to uh, sing segal's uh, kel segal songs very well and uh, yeah carnatic music also he could sing what is your younger sister's name who's a doctor jaya sridhar jaya jaya okay. she is she's into public health she's a public health expert and she also uh teaches in the asian school of journalism she trains journalists on how to report on public health issues like for instance now corona before that uh, aids and the malaria and tb and all that no? all these public health issues how they should report on it and what is the terminology to be used she is a public health expert she is also uh, working for an internews agency based in washington which uh, makes her conduct workshops now of course it's all online otherwise she used to do physical workshops now she's training i think korean journalists if i'm not mistaken before that she trained uh, journalists from afghanistan all online so she's deep into that sort of thing earlier 
when the aids pandemic broke out she mm. was uh, she went to northeast she did some research there then she and another east european colaco they brought out a booklet on aids mm. and then for one year ananda bigadan had serialized her case studies of aids patients 52 weeks 52 patients it was called aids yerimalai Mm-hmm. and it came out in the form of a book she is also quite accomplished and my oldest sister lives in america her name is revathi swaminathan and she is a radiation oncologist she recently retired and the second sister kamala selvaraj is more well known because she has a hospital in chennai gg hospital yes, yes. she is yes, a fertility yes. expert she is also now kind of semi retired her children look after the hospital and then of course it's me and then my younger sister jaya I know you have not spoken anything about Rekha. Rekha, yeah, we are all in touch with her, and uh, she is very affectionate. She is she is very affectionate, and she is also very restrained and cautious because she is such a big public figure. And uh, whenever she has occasion to come to Chennai, she meets my sisters who are in Chennai. Or if she comes to Delhi, she came to Delhi when she got the Padma Shri some years ago, and then she. stopped outside my office and she called me down into her car we had a chat and then she asked me oh this is your office building and this and that then she went then my colleague said you didn't ask her to come inside i said uh, oh you i never thought of that they got so angry with me then they made me call her and then she spoke to every one of them and said i would have come but she never called me inside <laughs> <laughs> i thought she won't come so <laughs> i didn't know we are all very restrained you know we always take care of the other person's space and privacy you don't like to intrude i never ask her questions about her personal life and all that so but she's very sweet she look at me and she say oh ho you should lose weight what is this it's good for your health you should take care of your health and like that she's very sweet her younger sister radha lives in america she is also very nice very affectionate they're all very affectionate yeah hello jamuni ka we are running out of time i guess uh, we'll have to close yeah. thank you so much uh, ma'am for uh, such a lovely uh, morning we had we spoke about so many topics and we felt like we got to know you all and you are part a, of your family that's more than the it's a lovely personal touch to give and without sounding yeah. yeah yes it was oh, a lovely oh, talk you. really so nice of you to invite me trust. to engage with all of you i am very honored thank you so much and uh, rashmi yeah. can you please propose the word of thanks yes yes ஒரு கூட பிறந்த சிஸ்டர் கூட இருந்தா மாதிரி இருக்கு இவ்வளவு நேரம் And I thank hope you. you get many more such speakers. Thank you so much. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Yes. Rashmi, are you there? Yeah. yeah, I'm there, but I'm not able yeah. to. Yeah. Now you can give the formal yeah. vote if you can. Hello. Yeah. It was great. Uh, it was great meeting you and talking to you. Thank you. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, yes I, I can. can. We can yeah. hear you. Narayan, it was great meeting you, and uh, I would like to keep in touch. And if I'm able to find, I can't see you though. Yeah. I can't see you. Yeah. Okay, just a moment. I don't know what I've done here. Let me show your face. 
Video is switched off, I think. You can switch on the video, ma'am. Yeah. The video stopped. It's coming. I don't know why. Anyway, let me finish uh, talking. Okay. okay. So anyway, yeah, as I was saying, it was great meeting you. And uh, I went down memory lane, actually, you know. I was thinking of uh, remembering Ganesh uncle's visits to our place and all that. And I remember my dad had this uh, photograph of the college, you know, the college reunion and all that. And Ganesh uh, uh -huh. was very much in that. So if I'm able to find any of the old photographs, I'll share them with you. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so nice. Thank you so much, you know. Most we welcome. really Most enjoy welcome. today's talk. I too enjoyed uh, talking to all of you. It was so nice. I also went down memory lane because of all of you. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. We are, we are Bye, Until we meet again next month with yeah. another interesting topic. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Do I log out now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you.